is In the Shadows podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellows don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martin, and Eric. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of In the Shadow Podcast. I'm your host, Tony the Suicide Assassin. And today we also have Albert, we have Martin, and we have Eric. And the topic today is one of those things that I really have big beef because I'm tired of hearing people say, Tony, you need to stop putting your cigar all over the place. And those are the wrong way to store your cigar. You need to have 70-70. When you send your cigar, you need to have Bovida packs. All kind of shit. That's ridiculous, okay? And this is a topic we need to talk about, okay? So I don't know how everybody stores their cigar, but I store my cigar in cabinets, in the floor, in the drawer, in everything that you can think of because I have a lot of cigar. And that's not to brag. That's just saying that I have a lot of cigar. I don't have that much space. I cannot get a small humidor for every single little cigar that I buy. So they got to end up in places. But let's go around... And just, you know, each one of them. And let's hear how they store their cigars, okay? We can start with Albert. Albert, how, like, you know, introduce yourself and tell us how you store your cigars. Hello, everybody. I'm Albert. And I will tell you, I store cigars with a small, I guess it's a 300-count winter a winador or humidor. It's a winador, right? It, it was designed for drinks or whatnot, but... Uh, it's designed for humidor. It has the the cedar shelves and and it's set up to where I can put cigars in there. Now, one one thing I do is I I will put my cigars in boxes and I'll store those the boxes inside uh, that space. That's worked out pretty well, especially if the box is full. I also have some trays that I would use. Uh, there are some of the cigar boxes. I think it was Asylum had a nice little top on top of some of their cigar boxes, and I would find those at different shops, and and sometimes they give them for free or they're a dollar, and I'd be able to put trays in there so that way I could access the cigars a little sooner or a little easier than having to open up a box. I can also see see them a lot better as well. But then that's not it. I've run out of places to store my cigars, so I have. Tupper, tupper doors. And so it's basically Tupperware where uh, I just store my cigars in there and put a little bovin pack in there. And, and you know, it gives me more space uh, because when you find a good deal on cigars, you need a, pl- a place to put it. And that's really part, the heart of the problem that we're having here, right? If you're just a single stick smoker or you kind of go hang out in the lounge, you don't have this problem. But once you start buying boxes, you have to have that. And that's That's been my journey. Cool. Uh, Martin, you want to talk about how you store your cigars? Sure. What's going on, everybody? My name is Martin Amaya, once famous. Uh, once famous because I used to have a YouTube channel, and um, I got banned. 
But uh, we're starting over. We're going to see what we can figure out here. And uh, hopefully this podcast will kind of help boost me to being twice famous. <laughs> uh, as far as talking about cigars, so when I was first, when I first started smoking cigars, it was a, literally I had an acrylic humidor that stored like 20 cigars. And I also had a, a little wooden humidor that I had gotten for free by storing, or I think when I had bought in like a, um sampler pack or something it was like a promotion where you get a free humidor so i did that and um those two things were my humidors for about a good i don't know year um and then uh then i really started getting to cigars and uh started up my first youtube channel and you guys are gonna give me shit but um after doing some videos i got new air to send me a bunch of humidors. <laughs> so I've got about three of the Winadors, uh, no, four actually, and um, some actual Drew Estate looking um, box humidors. But um, I, I really only have used two, so they are just kind of sitting around uh, taking up space. But it looks good. I mean, they're furniture. So uh, that's what I use just a. Uh, Two two wine doors and um, yeah, I mean it's it does it does great for my needs and it's um, self sustainable. So it it keeps the humidity in there at a specific uh, percentage and it's temperature regulated. So it does great. All right, uh, Eric, go ahead. So yeah, I'm Eric, and uh, since the beginning, since I started smoking cigars. I always hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give you one what? more chance to go through that again and not sound like a criminal. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> not sound like a criminal. All right, my name is Eric. Since I've been smoking, I have only been storing my cigars in Tupperdor, and I have one wooden humidor, but. I don't really put cigars in there. There's like maybe leftover cigars or unbanded cigars that my friend sent me. And I just leave it in there. And the rest of them is just in a tubador with Bovita pack. But there's nothing to like monitor it. So, yeah, I just, to be honest, I don't really care about the humidity or the temperature. I just leave it there. And if it, it works, it works. And that's it. Well, you also keep Except your cigars in like 75% humidity. Well, no, no, he, he's I don't the one that complains it, so about it. I don't it. know. He's he the does. one that complains about yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I complain about it, but as long as I have like a bovita, I'm fine. I don't care. I don't look at it. I don't monitor it. I just leave it there. As long as I have a bovita pack. Other than that, I'm good. If you say so. Because you, you told me that you have your cigars at 72%. Yeah, Bovita. I don't you have use nothing 72% else. packs? Yeah, I send it to you guys all the time. Don't you notice? No, you don't. That's... You just don't pay attention to nothing. No, I don't no, pay no, attention. No. Okay, okay. The, if you say you don't care, you cannot complain about people sending you cigar without Bovita packs. So you do care. Oh, no, I care. I do care if you send me cigars. Put Bovita in there. What the, what the hell? <laughs> Not like dried out Bovita either. Uh, all right, so... All right, so let's let's talk about this. All right, I'm. I think this is a 
a topic that a lot of people like snob or I always tell you it has to be 70 70 and I'm tired of hearing that because it's not true okay so when we store cigars right the, there's two things that we we mostly want to prevent if we want to prevent mold right we want to prevent bugs right and both came from 70 70. why why do I say that because the bug will hatch if anything goes above 70, you are 75, 80 degrees, bug can hatch, right? If there, if there's beetle, it will mm-hmm. hatch, right? And then if you, yeah. have, and then we talk about mold. Oh, guess what? Mold likes humidity. If there's any humidity, mold likes it. There's no question about that. Like, you know, it, it, the more humidity you have, the more mold you have. And I don't understand why people think that because oh, the humidor is sealed and I have 70, 70, it'll never mold. Did you not seem like, I'm pretty sure at one time somebody has went to a a lounge, opened the door, and all you smell is mold. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, they had the machine set at 70-70 for sure. But what's the problem there? What is the problem there? <laughs> There's too much humidity in there, man. No, no. They, they said it's 70. Airflow. Airflow is the issue. At one part, like... Th- it's dead, it's, it's dead air. That means there's not a lot of people opening that door and there's not a lot of people moving things around. So eventually that one spot is going to gather more humidity yeah. than the other because it's relative. It's not exact. There are parts that's going to be more and there's parts going to be less. But there is most for everywhere. There, there, you're not going to find a place that doesn't have it. You can walk outside, you're going to have most mm-hmm. for everywhere, right? So you are guaranteed to be breeding mold no matter what are you, you're doing. So doing 70 is not ideal the only thing about 70 that is good is that when people open and close open and close and open and close you get to somewhere relatively 50 to 60 percent at a constant even the door is open and close all day long and and that kind of somewhat keep your cigar in a relatively good state right right because if you if you think of it this way right an average household in a comfortable range is between 45 and 60 right yeah. if you get to 45 and 60 you're comfortable okay so 70 70 this huge myth, myth and whoever came up with that idea that we have to use 70 70 is small batch is is this small batch yeah small batch right a whole uh oh, article. Yeah. No, no, a lot of people wrote a lot of articles about it for a while uh, yeah, yeah a lot of but people small, talk about this I, I, they, I may have, they may have and <laughs> but, who knows but, the, but who knows where they got that information from it could have been you know rehashed someone else's article and that that's what i want to talk about it's like that kind of information has been t- passed around so often we don't even know what the root is i think i heard steve saka talk about the the reason we had 70 70 was because somebody at that time the only way to measure something constantly was at 70. you can you can use the salt to gauge about 70 71 72. so that's how they actually calibrated at 70 because there was no other way to calibrate at 65. They don't know what chemical you had to use or what you need to use to make it sustain a, you know, a 65% or lower, right? And then Bovida, they used to make the humidity pack for instruments and all the other stuff. Just like, hey, you can use this for cigars. We do sell 70, but not necessarily to need 70. Because like, for example, if you do have any Cuban cigars, you put it in 70% environment, They're you are totally mold. screwed. Your cigar is going to mold like no tomorrow. So 70-70 is not a magic number. It's just a number that somehow got passed around from the beginning to now. And 
I think if you are seasoned enough, if you smoke enough, you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eye if you one day you came home the humidor was fifty five. Right, oh, no. I seen so many people go crazy. Like in the beginning, there are so many, I would say, entry to right. mid level smokers that has just got their first humidor or something like that. And then when <laughs> one day when they go home, there's their one door is showing that oh, it's eighty five percent humidity. They well, they, prob- they go they nuts. Should. They go nuts. Yeah, they probably should go nuts. Like you don't want to go hot. You don't want yeah, to go right, a lot right. of right. humidity. What? You, you, I mean, because that's that's yeah. obviously you're going in the wrong direction. But I'll say, I'll tell you where, where a lot of people but, where I've experienced people really worried about humidity is when they've taken a trip, or they or somebody has taken a trip and they've gotten um, as a gift these Cuban cigars, and they like, oh, okay, I'm not going to smoke all these at once because I want to hang on to them. So how do I make sure these are good? And that's where the whole conversation in the lounge would would pop up. Like, okay, now we got a season and you hear all these people's ideas and everything. Well, now the lounge, I think he tried to keep his, his, his humidor around 70, 72 is where he tried to keep it. Uh, but people in and out of that humidor all the time, there's no way he was keeping it there, right? So it was obviously dipping down below. So a lot of folks think the 70-70 is the way to go. They tell other people that. They sit there and they try to – and, oh, my gosh, if you get a customer try, who just bought a humidor to put his Cubans in and then he's putting the little gauge in there, and, I mean, it's a nightmare. Uh, Martin, you had some experience with the lounge. Did yep. you run into that with that where it's it's like you're trying to troubleshoot why is the humidity not working in your little right. humidor that you have? And there's a lot of factors that come into play. But it t- it tends to come around that it tends to be the the flags start getting raised when they're trying to store something of value where they think is value, and that's that's kind of interesting. I think it's I think it's doing more but, damage. But that's than not anything. the only issue, right? So so I think when you when you have somebody who's just getting into cigars, you want to teach them right, but a lot of the information that's out there is not correct. You. So even when you have a brand new humidor, um, the humidity, um, I forgot what they call them, the, the freaking humidity thing that you keep in there that comes with a humidor is made out of... Hygrometer? Is, no, it's made out of uh, that um, floral... That, yeah, that, that floral, floral thing, thing for plants, plant. and they expect you to use that. That thing itself is what's going to mold your cigars. Tony, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about those foam. Yeah, yeah talking about yeah. the foam, right? So yeah, the foam. When I used yeah. to sell so one. That, that's the problem. Like all the things they give you, all the things they give you, including the humidor itself, it has a hygrometer that is totally useless. True. It doesn't work. And then you have the yeah. foam with the tray, which also breeds bacteria and mold and doesn't work. So yeah, it, 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 like Martin said, the, the moment that you bought a kit and go home, you're already set to fail. Yeah, that's true. To choose, you already I set bought, up to fail. I bought the humidor with everything, and they're like, "Oh, you should season." I didn't season nothing. I just tossed my cigar in there. Well, you couldn't do it to season it. Well, no, the, you, you could. The, you can do. You can do it without seasoning. But you know, here's the thing. Yeah, it just uh, you. You have to. It it will season itself over time, but it will be a long, long ass time. time. Yeah. Right. It. 
Lying yeah, but it still would do itself, so it would be fine. It will still do, yeah. So long as you have Bovita Pai, you just got to dry it up that Bovita Pai. You switch a few times, it'll work. Yeah. There are some people that season the humidor with the 80% Bovita yep. pack in there. Just throw yeah, 80% in like there, they... I'll come back in a week. And then it gets so wet that you can't get the humidity off until it dries. No, no, no. Yeah. The point of having a wooden humidor is so that the wood will absorb some of this humidity. So that, you know, it's, it's flexible, it's soft, right. so it doesn't hurt the cigars and all that stuff. Right. So there is a reason for seasoning your humidor. It softens the wood a little bit. And also, it prevents the wood from taking the moisture out of your cigars. True. Right? So you have that. But at the same time, the wood doesn't need that much humidity. You don't, like, if you don't feel like you season it, you don't have to. In fact, if you season it, you're wiping something onto your humidor. The reason you season it is to speed up the process. But by speeding up the process, whatever that you're using, you better not using a house sponge that you, you use to wash your dishes. Yeah, exactly not. Because everything that you wipe in there yeah, is going to go on your cigar. Right? So, like, the way it is... Do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I know you're the, the way the market is right now, literally... You, you get the, all that grease on it, you know, all that flavor that come off the sponge is perfect. The you way... don't infuse nothing no more. <laughs> Jeez. I think I the think way, trends uh, are banned for misinforming right? our it six, listeners. For you to fail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. Okay, Jesus, right, don't but, listen but to me. You guys agree, right? The the way the market is selling the stuff, this beginner kit and stuff like that. Those things, yeah, they give you everything, but the thing is so cheap, it set you to fail. Right, right. Because like, if they sell your kit with the box and a, a digital hygrometer and uh, a, a Bovita pack. That will be set you to success. But when you go out to buy a kit, oh yes, it, it's a, it's a box, a um, a foam, and a, and a, and a attached attached hygrometer. That's like on the wood. It doesn't even do shit because it's not really measuring the bo- inside the box's um, um, humidity. It's measuring the wood's humidity. It doesn't. It's not even accurate. It's not been <laughs> tuned. And they just say, hey, that, you, just, you got that, you got everything. And they might still uh, like suggest you something else too, right? They will suggest you with uh, 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 like a tube of beads in it. You know, it's like a clear tube that they use. That's a slightly better. Yeah. It's got some, some sort of solution that is kind of compacting mold. But you can still mold. There is no, okay, there is no other way to prevent mold other than lower your humidity. Right. And the only bad side about lowering your humidity it's dry cigar. True. Yep. Right? You're not going to get cigar that you had to throw away. You'll be dry. You might have to leave it in the humidity for a little bit. Well, it depends how dry it is, right? Like, I, the way I'm doing it, because my house is always between 65 and 75 in my basement. That's the humidity I have in my basement, even with the dehumidifier running. In the wintertime, yeah, it's a little bit drier. In the wintertime, it can run to maybe 30 40%. But I, I think I, cigars I smoke that. a little better sometimes I prefer that. when they're a little drier. Yeah. Yeah, because they burn, right? You're trying to burn something. You're not trying to smoke the steam, right? So you want it to be dry. The only reason that we don't want to be too dry is because when cigars too dry, they explode. They kind of kind of contract, expand, and they explode. But it's the same thing uh, if you have too much humidity, like if if you have a cigar that is running at seventy, even seventy two percent humidity, when you smoke it, it gets soggy. I don't know if anybody have the same experience. Oh yeah, the whole cigar gets soft. Oh yeah, it, it gets it soggy. You're smoking steam. You're smoking steam. So like you know, the really the good way to put it in there is allow your 
I guess, ambient to com- control what your problem is, right? If you're in a place that's really, really dry, give a little bit of humidity. Uh, if you're in a place that's really, really humid, you know, take away some humidity. But not 70-70 is not the answer. It's no. actually ruining everybody. It's driving everybody insane. You know, people with seeds and humidor that might have a little bit of leak so it's not completely sealed they came back they they get a, one of those digital online hygrometer and when they are on it on a trip and they look at it and their humidity is like 50 percent, they go nuts and i like, cancel the trip let's go home i need to save my cigars it's crazy yeah i think i think it's just, <laughs> there's a balance in in the way you look at it i think at first when i started trying to do the storage i was worried about it a little too much and I tried to keep, I used Boveda packs to, to keep the humidity at what I thought would be around, you know, 65 to, to 70 at the most. And I would, you know, I have, I have a whole bunch of them that actually have dried up and I have not recharged them. So I'm sure we might talk about that a little bit. Uh, Boveda is not the only one out there. Boost is another one. In, Integra Boost is another pack that does the same thing. It's a two-way humidification. But... I'm really, again, I'm more worried about it being too, too much moisture and I'd rather it be a little drier. Uh, just, uh, I'd rather it be around, you know, 60, 65 or whatever. Right. Uh, and, and frankly, I don't really too, worry too much about it as I'm smoking the cigars. I'm, you know, I'm kind of inspecting the cigar as I'm smoking it or before I smoke it. And if I feel like it's gotten really dry, then I'll start to maybe do something a little different. Uh, but I'd, I do go through my cigars often enough that I kind of have an idea of what's going on with it. Um, and I've gone to some people's houses where they have this cigar box and they open it up and you know, it's a relic. It's like, it's, it's something it, and you pick it up and, and it, it falls apart or it, it really cr- crackles. Right. So that's clearly doesn't have enough humidity right in there. But, uh, so, but none of mine look like that, and, and they won't look like that because I keep an eye on them and and just, you know, I'm, I'm involved with, with cigar smoking enough that I'm able to, to to keep an eye on it, but I'm not obsessing over it by no stretch. I'm not trying to make sure I'm sitting at a certain thing, and and they, but, but they do have tools for that, right? They have Bluetooth monitors, and I'm sure yep. you can, you know, you can you can really go crazy over it. Right, yeah, I have none of that. But that that is the problem, though. But that is the problem because you can see it now. You panic. It's almost like that tire sensors that we have oh, yeah. driving. You oh, know, like yeah. if you don't know, oh, yeah. if you don't have that tire sensor, the the tire is running at minimum pressure. You don't care. But if you're driving one with the alarm and then you, at the moment it changed yellow, orange, not even red, you're like, oh my god, yeah. I need to stop somewhere. My tires, need, yeah, right. It's it's like one of tires those things flat. <laughs> and I think uh, people who are somewhat seasoned with uh, smoking cigars will tell you that they, you know, they no longer care that much because right. it's not my number one. Humidity is not going to change that quickly, True. right? If if you put it, if you had a seventy percent cigar, you, you're in a fifty percent environment. It will take a couple of days before that cigar drops down to fifty, all right? And you know oh, they fluctuate. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you smoke the cigars often enough. It doesn't matter, right? That's number one. Number two. Even with the humidity pack, they don't act that fast. So let's talk about uh, Bovita pack for, for a little bit. Okay. Ooh. Number one, let's just settle this once and for all. Bovita pack is two way. It will absorb moisture and recharge itself when it's dry. Okay. And the, uh, the only thing you have to do is put it near moisture, not water. 
If you try drop it in water, it will not work. Okay, put it where moisture is abundant. You could, you could put inside a water cup or a soup and a soup uh, container about, and put a bobita next to it. It will absorbing. work. You, you, not... you don't want it. You don't. Yeah, you want. You don't want you your bobita bag to you you recharging. Yeah, recharging the bobita Just bike. keeping it in the humidor to yeah. where it can. Yeah. No, no, no. We're talking oh, about we are, we're okay. talking about recharge right now. We're talking yeah. about recharging right now. So, so what we what I'm saying is that once and for all, the myth is that you cannot recharge Bovita Pack because, well, really, they want to make more sales. So we're not gonna argue that, but you can because it's two way. If it's two way, that means it comes in while it goes out, right? So if you put it in somewhere that has too much humidity, it's gotta absorb it, right? And yep. to recharge it, you just had to repeat or make that scenario for the Bovita Pack to absorb. Not dunking it to the water. Do not soak it in the water. You can put it in the water no. all day long. It will not absorb it, right? Because it needs to be small enough of a molecule to be absorbed. Water itself is big enough. That's, it's not going to go in there. That's not true. So you want to put it... I've actually dunked them in water. No, if you dunk it in the water, it take, yeah, it takes longer. It takes way longer. I, I never I've dunked, dunked it in water. I've dunked it in water and it takes it takes it in there for three days and, and they're just nice and ripe and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the, the correct way, way to do it, it is actually put it near moisture but not in the moisture it will actually absorb a lot faster and it's actually got to create less clump it's got to do a better job because yeah, that's what it's cause... meant to do the whole the multiple layer and how slow that thing because that thing can only absorb and release at a, at a certain pace it cannot be more than that it's like you throw a, a human being into the water expect him to drink all the water no, he can only drink so much at a time. He's just gonna drop. Let it sit near water, Tony. And how long does it take to? Well, if it's bone bone dried, right? Like if we talk about bone dried, and you put it near, like I put it on top of my bees. Like so, I have uh, those bees that that you put water, it, it expand, and it slowly releases the humidity. Right? I put the bobby pack right in there, and you know, whenever it's getting dry, I just move it closer. And then it will absorb all the humidity. And it, it really, it will recharge it's itself a, within the couple of days. Within the couple of days, take, it will be so full that it cannot take any more. Might take about like a week. If you do if you do the method I told you for a week, and then you have the bovita pack sitting on top of those beads, the beads will start yeah, to mold. I, so, uh, like I said, I, I leave a cup of water inside a container sealed a bovita inside, not inside the water. Just next to the cup, and it let it evaporate and let the bovita take it in. Yeah, the bovita does best when it's tried to regulate that humidity. So when you put a cup inside a, a, a enclosed area, you're creating a hundred percent humidity because yep. that thing is just gonna release water as it dries mm -hmm. up in the air, and that thing is gonna try to lower it down to seventy by absorbing it. But you have to do it at a constant speed. It cannot go any faster. It doesn't do it any slower. I've done it both it ways. Yeah, I've done speed. it both ways. That you're describing. I've I've done the, especially with the three twenty milligram or three twenty three hundred twenty gram pack, the big one in the car, cardboard box. The big ones, yep. I've done it where I put it in a, a Ziploc baggie and then a little little cup of water, not like a small little, you know, like a dipping Sunglass. cup if you want to call it that, and and it, no, well a mm -hmm. little bit more than that, but either way, it, it's distilled water. And it took about a week to do to fill that up, but then I've also taken these, yep. what are they, little sixty gram, you know, forty gram, sixty gram 
packs and I've, I've submerged them in the distilled water and within a day those things are nice and plump so uh i i hear what you're saying about it tony and you know i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying the experience i had with it it didn't give me clumps or anything like that it seemed to work so wouldn't, wouldn't you worry if you dip it in water then the, it's like like money when it gets wet it's like right. that so that type of material Yeah, but money's cloth. Money's cloth. So, so you know, well, wouldn't you scared with rip? It'll probably no, be great you'll, over you'll time. Outside for sure. These, you'll be great. Yeah, I have in this. Yeah. Y'all yeah. can see me on the screen, but I, the ones I have here, and there's quite a few of them. I've recharged these several times, and they they recharge pretty well. So, and I can tell you that the the, the correct way is actually from evaporation because. You can actually go to Thinkiverse and download a Bovida Pack recharge cap. And, and we, obviously, no one's going to see this uh, while we're talking, but you know yeah, the, right. uh, they will know what I'm talking about. So you can have a mason jar, and oh. then you can have this print this this thing. Uh, it's like a it's like a net, and then you put Bovida Pack in there, and then you yeah, put water nice. here so it's separated, and the steam oh. will go. In charge with Bolivia pack because you don't yeah, want evaporation, the evaporation. I think it's the best way to do evaporation it. Evaporation is the correct way to do it. But yeah, like you know, the the thing about the Bolivia pack is that it was not designed because seventy seventy was truth was the magic number. It was because somebody asked for it. Because originally they designed it for instrument storing. They they designed it for storing marijuana. And they designed it to store you know other things that need some humidity. Right. It was not for cigar. Cigar came after the fact. So, you know, it, now we're using cigars. They create 70, they create 72, they create 75, they create 69. You know, it's, it's, and they even have 65s, right? They don't know what the number is. And they really cannot tell you. Can, no, can nobody, if anybody tell you 70, 70 is the only way, is the market standard. It's not true because not even, I think even the factory themselves don't store at 70, 70. No. Right? They, they I think it's all preference. When it comes to cigar, like what humidity you want to smoke at, you know. And and the truth, the behind the scenes truth that we can tell you is that when they ship your uh, cigar from overseas to here, I guarantee it's not seventy seventy. It's more like no, ninety nine two hundred, <laughs> right? It's more like a, you know ninety nine ninety nine degrees and and like you know rain and storm in a container. It's really hot. And they finally get to the port. It's sitting at the port for a long ass time before the shipper comes over and pick it up, put it in a non-refrigerated truck, and you know, where inside is probably two hundred degrees, and you know who who knows like zero percent humidity. And they finally get to the, the 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 distributor or the retailer, and then they finally waited days before they put it in the humidor. So yeah, your cigar will be fine over a month or two with normal yeah, Indian. Humidity. I think I can safely say that because I have a lot of cigar where I leave out and I totally forgot about it for years. I freaking kick them for by accident to to realize I have that cigars there, and they smoke just fine. They smoke just fine. If you pick it up and it didn't sound like you know Pringles Crunch, then that cigar is fine. Yeah, to me, it's the best way is to feel your cigar before you smoke it. Just feel on it, touch it. 
you know, so lick make, it if well, you want. Make sure first you have to own that cigar. Do not do that in the, in, in somebody Once else's yours. Oh no, no, you can yeah, do whatever don't, don't you do want. That. That's that's rude. You know, just right. put up your nose when you're in somebody else's humidor. Just put up your nose. Okay. So now that we get it out of the way, all right. I think we we, we already say this. Humidity is up to interpretation. There's no way that you gotta get perfectly 70, 70 all the time. And in fact, that's a bad number. Okay. Go go with something lower. 65 or 60 mm-hmm, will be 65. fine. And your cigar will love you. It will thank you for it. Right. I'm not saying to go down to 35. You know? Don't go down to 35. Go down to something 65, 60. Your cigar will thank you. Your Cuban will thank you. If you ever own a Cuban, all those Cuban uh, cigars will thank you because am, they, mold, more they will still have Cuban beetles. They mold. Do the others. Yep. Yeah, Cuban cigars are not, didn't go through a lot of treatment, didn't go through the uh, flash freeze and all that torture. If you have Damn, those... My cigar hate me. Yeah, yeah. You, you just put it in the, like, the little tub and then forgot about them. But, you know, like now that we got that out of the way and we got the, the humidity pack out of the way, and the only did, uh, I think the only difference between that, whatever that you said, the boost versus uh, Bobita is that the boost, I think it's a gel, some sort of gel. That was yeah, it is. yeah. It was engineered to be two way as well. But anything that can release humidity can absorb humidity. Just that's just a fact, okay? So to say something that's one way, that's really hard to prove because you know somebody had to put the humidity there to start with. So anything that you can release humidity, you can probably put humidity in there, right? So now that we got through that, let's get to the controversial oh God, one. We're going to talk about that. It's a plume or it's a mold. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that for twenty eight minutes. It's a plume or mold. It's a plume or it's a mold. And, and let's Most get that time. out of the way. Let's get out of the way, right? It's, all it's mold. mold. It's all mold. It's just different kind of mold. It's it's mold, but but is it really not true that you can have plume? Is it consumable? That's the question, right? Well, the thing is that. What plume is, it by definition is just uh, uh it's just spread, right? It's a branch, it's spread out onto your cigar. That's what they call it plume, right? Like a flower, they you know, powder, they plume over your cigar. Now, so first of all, let's get this out of the way, all right? Any white mold is safe to consume. I can tell you that for sure. Any white mold, white mold, food mold, all right? Food gray mold, they are they're white. They are safe to consume. In fact, you're eating it thanks to, like, you know, your fermented tofu, your cheese, and all that stuff. It's thanks to those I never thought about molds. it with, with cheese. They're yeah, you're right. They, they, I mean, they, they, so cheese molds. They break you it buy down. Tig- all right. So, so long as the mold is white, it's safe. It might not taste good, but it's safe, okay? If the mold is any other color, scientifically speaking, any color other than white, it's not safe. Okay, if it's on the surface of your cigar and you see any color other than white, throw that away because now it's not safe. Those are aggressive mold. They actually destroy your cigar and they'll destroy your mouth as well. So let's get that out of the way, right? Scientifically speaking, any mold that's not white is harmful. All right, the darker it is, the more harmful it is. If I go to a lounge, I see a cigar with white plumes or mold on it. I should wipe it off and buy it. Well, no, let, let, well, mm-hmm. let's let's get through that, right? Let's get to the second stage of that, okay? Plume versus mold, right? So I think the definition of plume would be a spread of mold that's True. very evenly 
and strategically done. Okay, very evenly, not 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 not, not clustered, not in the chunk, not like a pimple bump, where it, you see only parts of the cigar has that. And I, when I believe that there is some cigar that does that, I believe it because I have some cigar that looks like it just got dust on it. Yep, it looks like it's got dust with oh, the cover yeah. covered, and it shines when I light shine light on it, and. And I've been trying to tell, tell people that I think that's poom. And but is it mold? I agree it's probably mold. I agree it's probably most likely mold, but the mold was done in a really evenly distributed way to be on that cigar. That and and, and the number the most important mm-hmm. thing is that it does not smell like mold. And so I know it's safe mold, right? So even though it's any other type of mold, that's fine. Now the question is. Does that does does that no. really help the so, cigar to taste better? Here's right? here's where it might add the whole controversy is between if you have a cigar that has plume on it, it's supposed to taste better. Not necessarily. So I have seen so I used to work at a lounge and there were a box of cigars that were sitting, I don't know, they were just sitting in the perfect location the absolute perfect location for the entire humidor. There were two boxes sitting right next to each other. They were Padron cigars. You had a natural, you had a Maduro. I don't know how long they had been sitting there, but they had an evenly spread plume throughout almost the entire box of both cigars. And go ahead. Now, before we continue, you say plume, we want to kind of um, describe that a little bit, right? Because by us saying plume, right. what, are we saying mole? Are we saying dust looking? Are we saying like, you know, how does it look like? Right? Well, what, about, what about the, the one that looked plushy? That's bad. If it's plushy, it's, it's, it's bad. It, it's mole. That's so, mole. Okay, that's mold, right? That's straight mold. Okay. But, but I'm, what we're saying right now is we recognize plum, plume is mold, but it's a different kind of mold that evenly spreads yeah, in a certain way. That, so that's a very plushy bad. mold... Like a furry looking thing, that's bad. Yeah. It, it, in fact, if you dust that so off, you're going to see your leaf change. We're talking color, about guaranteed. is a very lightly okay. dusted um, white covering over the cigar. Very light covering. And when you lift it up, you put it up to the light, it will literally shine. That's what we're talking about. And I, and, and I think that's, that's why people have that confusion to say mm-hmm. maybe that's sugar crystal because it shines. Okay. It's, it actually reflects a little bit, not crazy shine, but it's like, you know, it's, yeah. it looks like it looks kind of metallic. You can, you can tell it's different. Like you, at first you really think you will be, it's dust. You open the things. Like, oh, somebody didn't touch this for like 20 years. It looks mm-hmm. like dust. But as you try to brush them off, you realize that's not dust. And then it's, it's it, you know, it's something else. Okay. It could be mold, but the mold, what is what is doing is consuming whatever that's under the leaf, uh, and that is is you know mm-hmm. it, it might have removed or balanced certain taste. Now it the we don't we have not tried. I personally have not tried a lot of cigar that has that condition, but so far every cigar that I tasted True. with that condition. And that's where I was. That's where I was going lighter. at the beginning when I said, "Does it taste better?" Not necessarily. So you have a cigar that's been sitting there aging. No one's touched them. It's able to get that lightly coating of plume over the cigar. 
if you have a dark Maduro cigar and it has plume on it, it's usually been kept very well. Humidity, temperature, everything is great to where it plumes over. But cigars also, in my opinion, have an expiration. And Tony, we can probably go over this in a later video. But it it did not enhance the flavor. It tasted really fucking good. I'll say that. But it was kind of like an experience type of cigar. I bought it because it had plume on it. I bought two cigars. Walked out of the humidor. Told all the other everybody else in the lounge, hey, these cigars have plume. If you've never had a cigar that had plume on it before, go check out that box. Um, sure enough, that boxes, those boxes were gone after I said that, <laughs> but no, no, they, they bought them. Um, cause I told I all the members the in the lounge um, that it. I found them and they sure enough, they went in there they looked at them. And they're like, wow, man, we're going to buy the rest of these. Um, but it's just, you have a cigar, it's ready to be smoked, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to taste any better, but it is going to taste pretty damn good. All right. Where were those boxes in relation to the humidifier? They were. So it was, yes, it was. Well, actually, so if you think about it, it was in the middle far. of the humidor. And they had two humidifiers. One that was on one end of the humidor and one that was in the middle of the humidor pointing to the opposite direction. So if you can picture this, they're both pointing in the same direction, but one's in the very far end, one is in the middle, still pointing the same direction. And these are underneath these them? These are in um, the shelving. If you can picture this, you had about a good, I don't know, eight shelves stacked, and they were probably the second row down from the top. So it's almost like a really nice sweet spot. And then you look at all the other drones that were in that area and none of the other ones had plume. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm just saying. But but like I said, it's it's uh it's uh, it's one of those things that okay, I agree it's small. And I, I do think that it does consume certain things out of the cigar to a extent. Now it would make certain cigar taste better. It would make certain cigar taste worse because you don't know what is what flavor is consuming, right? Like some cigars that's really bitter, and then you know if that yeah. mold happened to eat certain things that it has a thing, bitter, right? It's gonna Here's taste better, right? So it, to have a, like a scientific experience with that, right? To see you, you kind of have to smoke a similar cigar, the same you know the same cigar without the plume and the cigar with the plume. And I think in the end, you know, I call bullshit sure. on the thing. This, this is my opinion of it. I just call bullshit. I would say I would stay away from the plume cigars. I would play, stay away from the moldy cigars for sure. The ones that look like mold, which, you know, there's a pretty good, but the ones that are kind of like right on the, I think maybe they're on that verge of it. Now I was in a couple cigar lounges up near Chicago when I was visiting uh, my buddy and Legion member and we were in one spot that 
they had some really good cigars. They had some, it seemed like they had a really good setup for their, their humidor. But I'll say this, they had humidification, humidification going on big time in that spot. I think it might have been a little over humidified. And so there were cigars that I felt like were approaching getting, starting to get a little bit of mold on them. Just a slight, you know, where you start to kind of see the, the right environment for that, right? Right conditions. And then also notice like on the cello, they had that kind of I've seen that before. cloudiness on the cello. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the, where the cello starts to turn dark or yellow. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm not a cloudiness where mm-hmm. it's like, man, this thing's yep. been hit with that fog way too much. Right. Like this has been sitting in the fog path or, or whatnot. And I, I started, I was just looking at that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna be buying from this part of the. Of the I'm gonna go check out the the other side where it's a lot drier, a lot less. You know, it's a lot, things are a lot, more, a lot more clear. They don't have that film, you know, filmy stuff on the cello. It's also you're not seeing anything really on the naked cigars either, right? So, so I don't know. That's where I stand with it. I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like you're getting into smoking things that. Experience, what benefit, I guess. right? What, what yeah. benefit? <laughs> Ooh, this is a much better, yeah, yeah. But you, then, then again, if, if you're miscalling it, there was another lounge, by the way, we went to that was closest to his house. And this guy definitely had a, a mold issue, uh, over humidification of his, of his little, he had these doors that looked like the, the glass sliding glass doors that you have in your house, you know, to go outside. And he had like, you know, like four different areas uh, for that. And so I, I, I was looking through and I saw the cigars and I saw things were starting to mold. So I slid open the door and I got this musty dank smell going on. And so I was like, Hey man, check this out. Uh, come smell this, right? So, and he and he told me later he he saw me kind of putting my head in and sniffing, and he was like, "What are you doing, man?" You know. And but once he once he did that, he realized how musty it was. And when he saw the 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 mold and stuff, it's like, yeah. And that happened to be a set of a a, a stock of cigars that wasn't commonly used. Two doors down, there was. We had we saw people coming in and out pulling cigars out of there and so that one did not have mold in it so i think there was a rotation an air rotation thing going on where you have you know how how's the shopkeeper keeping their cigars and you know if they're creating i've been in a lot of places where they didn't have plume on their cigars is all i'm getting at and those tend to be pretty good cigars so that's my take on the the plume and the so you just and the mold. I, I'm just I'm, I'm really not a fan of it. And, yeah, and I think that's because um, Albert personally haven't seen something in that case that uh, in that that really really remotely remotely looks like a plume or you know they, they, the one that he's seen always looked like mold. And that's I think that's the 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 reason why that argument was that way, and I think that you know I'm trying to while we're talking I'm trying to look for a picture I think I sent a picture to Eric before 
of my own yes. cigars that has plume on it and and see if you can see the difference and and that you know and i tried to send you that that picture so that you can understand what we're talking about now am i right 100 percent of the time i'm not so but i can only say that based on experience that's what i see the cigar does look different and they look different under the camera uh when i was taking it now are they mold i think they are i think they really are but then you know everything that went through moldy's fermentation tastes better it's just that in this case i can surely say it's not always better for cigars certain flavor gets removed it tastes lighter sometimes it tastes better sometimes it really uh, is really up to personal interpretation touch it i never smoke any plume or mold cigars so i don't i can't speak on that at all you you never had a time have, where you you had a cigar I'm that starts to mold have, and dust it off and smoke it with cubans i've done that i, don't, I, not, I, I never done that myself i only see, <clears throat> <laughs> i only see that I only see that at the shop, and I usually don't buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. it's probably the, the the correct way to do it is that if wait in doubt, and, choose something else, right? So yeah, the the shop owner was like, you know, when I told him, he was like, "Hey, dust it off and smoke it." I was like, "Uh, no thanks," because that's, that's I've, I've had that happen bucks. with with mine, where I would get a little spot here and there, you know, and I, I yeah, it concerned me big time because I was like, "Oh crap." But then I went ahead and dusted, you know, dusted it off, and and then I I sat on it. I would say sat on. It. I let it sit for another couple of weeks to see what was happening with it, and sure enough, that was one of those things where I, actually I did. I sequestered it. I actually put it in its own little Tupperware without a Bovida pack, and those things and it worked out fine. Like it, it never came back. So I felt like so for the the only one that really happened i still keep to this day is uh it just recently uh is the don peppy the one that tony sent me it had something on it i wiped it off and i put it back inside the wooden humidor that i have and i still have it i don't know i'm gonna smoke it i probably will yeah i know it's his thing like if it, if it smells funky don't try it right it's one of those things that you kind of oh, have yeah. to let like, your senses do the do the judgment <laughs> i i honestly obviously i don't know who is the first person yeah. saw cheese and go like you know what that's what i'm gonna eat it's, it looks super disgusting <laughs> it smells like crap but i am going to eat it you know but you especially know, the stinky it, cheese it, right the stinky cheese that. Is has that. even more so because because there are cheeses that are good they actually taste oh. really nice and you know they're very yeah, right. but the potent one, the potent one is hard. Oh my god! So, um, Albert, I'm sending an image to the the group chat that we have for this radio, uh, for the, this podcast. If you look at it, take a look at the left cigar and first of the right cigar. They are the technically right. the same cigar, different by color. So it's definitely, but one of them is been sitting in a, dusty, a specific condition, and, and it even looks under like a flash. The mold started growing, or the mold, the the plume started growing on the band of the left cigar because it just had something to grab onto. You see that? Right. But you, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not it's like, like yeah, it's not like a yeah. spore. It's, it's not, not like, a, it's not like, right. Right. Ca- like cauliflower. It's not yeah. fluffy. Right, so it, it that's what I meant by that. It's like it's possibly more. I can't dust that off, but if I press hard enough, it'll disappear. And um, you know, and it's very even. 
It's very even. It, like, like when I open it up, it literally you would think that it's dust. And this is with the flash, so it kind of shines up a little bit. Because without the flash, it actually doesn't shine nearly as much. It so what are the conditions like for point? Dusty cigar. Uh, for me, it was when I put the cigar in a really mm -hmm. humidified condition, i.e., my basement during the summertime without you know. And then I go, oh, screw it! I need to move that because it's too wet. So I move mm -hmm. it upstairs where the humidity is thirty-five percent. And let it sit there for a long, 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 long time mm -hmm. without touching it. And they go, oh, shit, it's too too dry. I move it downstairs again. And then it's too wet again. I move upstairs again. And then next thing you know, when I remembered it after a few times, that, that happens. And that happens to majority of my darker cigars. It, it never happens to my Connecticut. Ever. Right. I can do the same thing to my Connecticut. It will never work. But well, if I do it to my... Leaf, the dark leaf have more sugar content? It might not be so common. It might, you know, the mold might be eating oil. The mold might be eating something else, salt or something like that. We don't know, right? But the thing is that it was controlled enough that was in an environment that grows evenly where they don't colonize, right? And if they don't colonize, you get that situation. Yep. And I think that, and, and I'll tell you, when I did that, my mm -hmm. entire box of cigar looks like that. My entire cigar, and it, it will be very even. You sent me one. Entire box of cigar looks like that. But it's really annoying to do because, like, I, I've done this before where I try to yeah. send to people. But I try, it's like, you know what? And I try to send it to people, but then, like, you know, by the time you see it, it's, like, hard, harder to see. But, right. you know, if you tried it, you definitely know something's missing about this cigar. When you smoke it, something's missing. It's not necessarily yeah. bad, but something was missing. And and that's how my experience is for Plume. So when people say, ah, Plume is fake, well... It's not the way that you thought was, but it might not be fake because some people have seen it. Some people have bought it in a different condition. Now, I know there is a research that's saying that all plume is mold because unless you can send it in, we test it out, blah, blah, blah. Right. I agree it's mold, but it might be a good mold, just similar to the way that, you know, certain food tastes better with mold. For example, like cheese, tofu, kimchi, you name it. And in fact, kimchi mold is actually green. It's pretty nasty, but you know yeah, we we'll still eat very, it. Yeah, right. But you know everything that's moldy, fermenty, tastes better. You know, and and it could be this way, but I'm like, but based on experience, it doesn't necessarily taste better. It's just that one flavor or two might be missing, and if you're lucky, it might be the one that you hate. Like a tobacco like taste, ammonia. like like, like a tobacco. Yeah, yeah. It could be ammonia. It could be it, it could be the the tobacco taste that you don't like. You know, it might eat up some tobacco taste and then enhance certain other tastes such as pepper or whatever. And in that opinion, if you have a cigar that you love that has a let's say floral flavor and 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 some pepper in there, mm -hmm. and somehow that plume removes some floral, enhance the pepper, you'll be like, oh, that cigar now tastes better, right? So it's, it's very possible. And when they say sugar crystal, you know, here's the thing is that I don't know if cigar has enough sugar to content to be a crystal. It, it, to crystallize, first it has to be wet enough to crystallize, right? For wet and then dry. They had to wet and dry condition to crystallize because it had to be close enough to crystallize. So I think what it surfaces is actually the oil in the leaf when the leaf dries up. So like, you know, you put in conditions, certain conditions where the leaf shrivels or dries up or whatever, or the mold is eating the moisture or whatnot, the, the the oil gets squeezed up to the surface. And that might 
make it shinier and they call that chrysolite because like I said, if I shine flashlight on it, it looks shinier, it looks whiter. And, and and I think that's what it is. Can I prove it? No, I cannot prove it. But I'm just right here saying that for those people who want to bash plume, it might be what it is, just that nobody today can actually explain what that, yeah. what that is. I cannot either. I just try my best to say, this is my experience. This is what I see. Right, and send a picture to Albert. Say, "Hey, Albert, look at this." Right, and and but then, for those people that said "poom," definitely doesn't doesn't exist. It makes no sense to me either, because like you know, if somebody made that term, it's gonna happen sometime. At some point, somebody know how to do it. It's just that nobody remember how, or nobody bothered to keep up with it. If that was a, just... if that was the keynote thing, right? If you keep your cigar in a good condition, or ex, you know, what they say, whatever condition that was, right, for a long period of time, you'll get plume, right? So there's got to be a certain condition that you can hit for a specific type of leaf to do that, right? Right, and I'm, I'm, you know, it will be funny to find out what kind of tobacco does that because I'm pretty sure some tobacco doesn't do that. And this, and oh, yeah. you know, back in the day, it's all Cuban. So it's, you know, Cuban must be not easy, to mention, to, easy to do that. Not to so, mention, if you got uh, if it's Cuban, people who are storing cigars for thirty years, right? 40, 40 years in some cases now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it stands to reason those would all have plume, or at least a, por- a portion of them would have plume. And you know, I was watching the guy on. The London Davidoff guy, I forget his name, um, but on YouTube, we talked about him at the last episode, Edward right. something, Edward. Uh, and he was he was talking about storage of cigars, and he recommended 62, 63 uh, degrees, and then the same in humidity, right? And so, uh, he never talked about plume. He didn't. He didn't discuss. Oh, and if you and on year twenty or year ten, if you develop a plume, he didn't say anything like that, right? And so that that's interesting. That here they are. They're storing some very expensive cigars, and they're getting more expensive because um, they're they're taking you know they're 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 allowing people to under have an experience so many years later, and and you know that was not in the conversation that I recall. Now, he may have he may have talked about it later on, but I, well, maybe I, I watched. He didn't talk about that at all. But but it's to their disadvantage to tell right. you that there's such thing as prune. It's to their disadvantage for number one, just mm-hmm. spark that argument. Number two, that means you had to store your cigars and you're not buying enough cigars. Yeah, they want you to smoke the cigar when, the thing. when they think it's so prime. So let's say it develops when they plume. Prime. How long is that plume going to you know be? smokable if you will or or until it that is it going to progress and you know how i mean it it could just the way nature works right it, it, is it going to exponentially grow and and continue right so that's another aspect to think about right yeah well if it's mold it, you'll right. eventually grow enough it'll compromise it. Yeah, yeah, right. it, it will consume it yeah because because Mm-hmm. If there's any mold whatsoever, when you dust off that mold, when you can get it off, you'll find that it it, it leave it discolored. It definitely ate right. something off of it, so it discolored. So you know, it's it's not a recommended thing to do. I just happen to have it because the way I store my cigar is all over the place, and they just happen to happen. But I'm not saying that everybody should store your cigar until they plume. 
I should, I, I, the thing should be, and that's you should argument. smoke your cigar whenever that's you That's my argument. Is it's that it's if, meant to be enjoyed. If, if this was such a great thing, then there would be, you know, a method or a process. I mean, hell, you'd probably have companies trying to help you make plume, you know, with your cigar. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm yeah, pretty that, sure that they would. take a long time, though. I'm pretty sure they so. would. I mean, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised that some someone in the in the industry actually literally go to look it up and turn out it was right. low they're like i'm not taking that risk yeah they're not they're yeah. ever never going to take that right risk. they're like fda will shut this down really quickly if they know yep, I that, on this. oh my god right so i i, I kind of figured that's what the, the case is and and the truth is really if you go out to buy cigars right you should really smoke it the only reason you should save it is to save it for uh, a special occasions like you, you knew which day you gotta smoke it because if you collect a cigar like me it's a waste of money. I can guarantee and safely tell you that it's a waste oh, of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm buying cigar for the sake of buying cigar now. Like you know, I don't get to smoke them, and and that's a Which bad thing. Which is kind of kind of sad, right? Yeah, I'm, it's a bad I'm thing. Gonna say, I'm gonna stand bold, so I know how you feel. Yeah, and, and like you know, uh, I remember when I first started a cigar, they say, "Hey, keep um, cigars. Uh, uh, buy a cigar <laughs> container yeah. uh, three times what what you think you're gonna have." Yep. Yeah, I should have bought. I should have bought a a, a two hundred thousand piece uh, humidor, which I didn't. Two hundred thousand. Yeah, because like you know, eventually I'll get there. I'm pretty sure, right? But set a goal, right? If you knew that you you, you knew that you gotta have a hundred cigars, get a three hundred cigar humidor. By the time you reach three hundred, stop. So here's my stop buying cigars. Oh, you... Start smoking faster. Or, or you could start also go through and start, start your smoking faster until you drop back to down to hundred cigars. And you have just about because nothing. You're never, you're never gonna go through it. I did smoke them all. Yeah. And, and, well, well, really let's did. not mislead people. His 800 cigar humidor went to 100, not because Did he sure half, it's because he smoked them all. In a year? <laughs> that's kind of, that's tell you, that's kind of impressive. That from 800 to all, yeah, it, yeah, but the thing, it's not that. It's just, it's impressive that you. Oh, well, yeah, in a year, it's not mind. bad. It's the, two the cigars a day. That's two cigars a day. That's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, but the situation is different because I, dude, if I smoke four or five cigars a day, the thing is, I will replenish it the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a lot easier to do. But I mean, I, I can't control myself. I smoke one cigar a day and I end up buying a box at a time. So, yeah, you know. Which is nuts, you know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing. So, yeah, well, like if I smoke one to two cigars, I was like, oh, man, um, like I'm out of cigar, man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I think we touch upon those subjects that I think is controversial and related today. I think we... Um, we might have missed something, and and obviously, I think all of those subjects that we talked about today has room to talk some more. So, if oh, you yeah. like our conversation today and you want us to talk some more about those conversations, um, find us and leave us a comments. You know, send an email to soysassassassin at shadowspokeslegion.com. Or if whichever platform that you're listening to allows you, leave a comment. Leave a comment like, "What I want to hear more about." plume i want to hear more about humidor i want to hear more about humidity packs and whatnot you know we'll look into it and you know if we can or tips and tricks right yeah yeah we can look into it and then have a conversation on that because i'm pretty sure um yeah, we'll have a chance to to revisit all these subjects and stuff like that all right so that's it for the episode today and we will see you sometime next week all right guys
Bye. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar, and that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars. The conversations go on and on. And that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.